Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to SWAT Radio. Brad Sykes sitting alongside my good buddy Doug McCary coming to you on this uh, Wednesday, July 12th. We are glad you tuned in. Man, we are deep, deep into the summer heat. And uh, Doug, I, you know, you always look forward to the summer, but then about halfway into the summer, you're like, man, I'm ready for the fall. I know. It's we been are discontent. We're discontent people, aren't we? <laughs> no, we are. Oh, I always realize that. You know, it's like, boy, is this summer hotter than normal? Uh, no. Well, I don't know. Maybe. Everything I'm reading is it's that, pretty uh, warm. Yeah, I tell you, you see the uh, our, our friends out in Texas. Man, it is brutal out there. I think they've had 26 days in El Paso of over 100 degrees. So we don't have a whole lot to complain about here in Jacksonville. We're glad you've tuned in today. If you want to call us as Doug and I are working through just a phenomenal book, we want to highly recommend The Discipleship Gospel, What Jesus Preached, We Must Follow, written by Bill Hull and Ben Sobel's uh, really a great read. And we will be having our summer training day coming up on August 5th. August Doug, 5th. We got any openings left? Oh, yeah. We got quite a few, actually, because uh, men are notoriously bad about waiting to two minutes. What? Or, or not two minutes. Two, <laughs> sometimes two minutes. Two weeks beforehand to sign up. Yeah, it's so, it's uh, not the two-minute warning yet, but it uh, feels like it. Hey, yeah. come come join us. Seriously, you know, uh, I know as as men in the church, uh, we're oftentimes bombarded with uh, various things that we can be involved in, and I'm sure most of those are good things. Uh, you know, men's retreats and those kind of things, which are typically a weekend. The SWAT training day is a one day event it is not a overnight thing uh, we've got guys who'll drive in from virginia beach and north carolina and south carolina and uh, you are welcome we'd love to have you a day of uh, uh, a lot of bible study a lot of time in god's word a lot of time some time in worship some time in prayer shooting shooting golf, <laughs> golf. skydiving uh, yeah. whatever your uh you know whatever your thing is uh, we probably offer it. So go to SWATradio.com and uh, shoot Doug an email, Doug at SWAT Radio. Yeah, I'd love I'd love for you to come. It, and tell tell people, tell your men's group about it. It, it We got people that come from uh, Tampa, up in Georgia uh, for this thing. And so I would love for you to come. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be great to have you. Well, Brad, I have to tell you, last night, Lori and I went to see. Okay, I didn't even get to ask. Uh, you. Oh my gosh, it it's it, good. It, isn't it? it rocks you, oh yeah. It, it, Sound it, of Freedom, Sound of Freedom. Yeah. If you haven't seen the movie, it was amazing. All right, so why don't we take a minute? Let's just talk about that. Well, movie. well, what, what what was your? Was I right in saying that it's not um, uh, visually? It's not difficult. No, but you know what? Did you find yourself? Like, as a believer, you know, I found myself, the visceral response of my flesh was wanting to tear into those men mm. that were abusing those children. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's. Uh, I think I told you that after I saw it last week, uh, it's disturbing. 
you know, and, and <clears throat> as I, I'm not big on social media, although I post from time to time, my wife wrote a nice commentary on it. And, and uh, you know, some of the responses are, yeah, I don't want to see that. I just can't see that. Yeah. Well, you need to see it. <laughs> Can yeah. I just be honest? You, you need yeah. to see it. Yeah. We cannot be blind to this stuff. Yeah. We cannot choose to be blind to this stuff. Yeah. And uh, it is, uh, well, I tell you. So anyway, what, what uh, you and Lori got to see it last night. What uh, what what was your takeaway? Our, our takeaway was we loved it. We want the message to go out. I immediately paid it forward. Because I did too. I just wanted somebody to, you know, to jump in and uh, be able to benefit from it like I did because it made me want to pray for our law enforcement people that are into that stuff. Yeah. Because one of the things that struck me, in fact, I had a conversation with a brother earlier today. He was telling me about a friend of his who work that in Jacksonville, they did not see what goes on in South America or over in other countries, only in what happens in Jacksonville with the child trafficking. Hmm. And they said they had to quit because they couldn't stand what they were seeing. And you can see why as we watch that movie. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's... Um, well, the uh, I was I got it. I'm trying to find. You know, you, we get so much information about um, kind of details about the movie. One of the things that I found interesting is that Disney Disney actually owned the rights to that movie, Sound of Freedom. Really? Yeah, they originally owned the rights to that, and uh, uh, Angels. Uh, but they they did they weren't going to they, they had held this, it for five years. They had decided right? they were not going to do anything with it. And so Angel Studios bought it, released it, mm. and uh, I think the uh, the budget on that movie was fourteen. I think fourteen million, somewhere around there, eleven or fourteen million. Could be off. Just go with me here. Yeah. Um, the The budget for Indiana Jones was two hundred and twenty eight million. Oh my! And uh, Sound of Freedom over the last week. Well, I guess since Fourth of July when it came out has done double what the Indiana Jones movie has done. Well, I'll tell you, um, and I, Lori shared with me last night something I didn't know, is that Mel Gibson has been a big supporter of Sound of Freedom, and he is putting together a documentary about the Hollywood connection to the child trafficking thing. Now, that, think about that. That, that uh, Well, and that may be why... Um, Disney and Fox and these uh, studios don't want to have anything to do with this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, I heard I, actually um, uh, Charlie Kirk yesterday on his podcast. If you don't listen to Charlie Kirk, I recommend listening to him. Uh, he had Jim Caviezel on yesterday. Yeah. And uh, it was really interesting to hear his heart and, you know, why he was drawn to this movie. Well, there's, you know, one of the quotes in the movie, and I'm, I'm, this is not exact, so paraphrase here, is that you know you can sell a bag of cocaine once a day. You can you can sell a bag of cocaine hmm. once. You can sell a child ten to twenty times a day, mm-hmm. every day. Uh, that's, uh, that that quote sticks with you, doesn't it? I right. mean, just because when he said that, if you let that sink in a minute. It's all about money for them. They could care less about those children. It's, it's and, awful. you know, I, I, one of the things I loved was when he was sitting at the table 
with this guy and you don't know where it is in the movie but he because he sits at the table with a lot of guys and he just says you know the quote that i quoted yesterday about putting the millstone better to have a millstone put around your head and put out in the sea than you know to mistreat one of these little ones Mm. and it it is it's powerful i'll tell you it it really it makes you want to go it's kind of like to me it was like a 9-11 for the military to get guys involved in that Mm -hmm. when you watch it you will want to be involved and you know there's a lot of groups out there now currently involved and trying to fight and i loved what he said at the end when he did his little message there oh that was about let this be a clarion call for us to stop the child trafficking yeah it's just awful you know brad what did you what went through your mind when you saw the faces the the boy and the girl when you saw them Mm. and and you saw them not prior to but after being yeah. abducted what yeah what went through your mind when you saw th- what they were dealing with no hope just mm-hmm. a lack of hope mm-hmm. you know i i told you so you and i left the studio yesterday uh doing the doing the this broadcast you know the the visuals aren't difficult you know so if you're concerned about what you might see it, it's not as much of what you don't see it's what you can relate to as a father mm. or as a mother and uh you remember when he comes back to the hotel room to pick up his daughter and his son and the the, the hotel room is empty mm-hmm. what what happens in your heart when you see that well and yeah, well, uh, like, when you think about your your own children that quote of that that just thinking about your own children yeah you yeah. know and i mean i think of my girls who were all destined for child labor sure, slavery sure. or child uh, sexual slavery yeah, uh, yeah. over where they were yeah. because you know back when we adopted them they were uh, orphan or there were a hundred thousand girls orphaned every day yeah. I'm sorry a month a month over a million hmm. a year so a million girls a year orphaned and only at that time about 5000 were being adopted out wow so wow. where do they go yeah yeah they go into the slavery they go into the trafficking into the mm-hmm. the all that stuff so uh well and just so people know if you haven't seen it this is a true story <laughs> this isn't just a uh, this isn't made up it's a true story and it's one you know for sure for sure, the church needs to be active. We can't sit around and let these kind of things happen. Mm-hmm. Listen, you may not be called to this, but we are called mm-hmm. to do good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, this is uh, it, w- what's amazing is how the liberal media is literally having a meltdown over this movie. And you have to ask yourself, wh- why is that? Why are they having a meltdown over this movie? Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it Caviezel said, as I was listening to him yesterday, is he immediately thought Epstein Island. Mm. You know what I mean? Well, when you think about what happened there, and, you know, there's a lot of people that don't even think Epstein is dead. They think he was rescued out of there Mm. because of all the information he had. Uh, But, 
Hey, I want to clarify something about what I said about Mel Gibson. Oh, he, uh, uh, Tim Ballard, who is making the Underground Railroad um, documentary, a four-part series, people had connected Mel Gibson with that. Apparently, he's not producing it, but he provided some valuable intel to them for their series. Mm. I didn't even know anything about that series. Yeah, it's, so same it's, called, so it's called Operation Underground hmm. Railroad, um, O-U-R, uh, which is um, a docuseries exposing the multi-billion dollar global sex trafficking market. It's just sick, though. Did you not think it was just sick it, watching it, it? It really was. Uh, what about that? That um, I mean, they are they, these kids, I don't know how many kids you think were in that crate that was on that ship. Oh, my gosh. You think there was 15, maybe 20 kids yes. into a container yeah. and loaded onto a cargo ship? Well, and you think, because they just treat them... It's just uh, a commodity. Yeah, they're just a, com- they're a cash maker. And so, so let it motivate you if you're out there. One, if you haven't seen it, go see it. Yeah. Uh, you know, Brad, when I went on to get seats, they were packed out for like the week. Like we 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 got the last two seats up in the upper level. The only was the first row where you got to get a crick in your neck right. looking at it. But um, it, it it's pretty packed out, which I'm glad. So where did you go see it? We went to see it down at uh, Durban Park. Durban Park. I mean, okay, so you know I don't go to the movies very much anymore. But there's serious upscale in the movie theater now. Dude, this, they got seat heaters. I, listen, I paid 20 bucks just to go have a good nap in those places. I mean, it was amazing. Yeah, so. they got good seat heaters there. But I didn't even know I'd turn the seat heater on, and my rear end's getting warm. And I'm thinking, wow, what's going on here? Am I a having a hot flash? <laughs> <laughs> and it was a seat oh, heater. It. I look over, I and it's got it. a seat heater on. Oh, man. Well, okay. So, uh, hey, if you've seen the movie, call us, 844 SWAT Radio. We'll be right back. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. SWAT Radio is underwritten in part by The Guardian Group. You know Brad Sykes as co-host of SWAT Radio. While Brad is committed to making disciples both on and off the air, his ministry extends into the marketplace as a licensed real estate agent with Keller Williams Southside. Brad and his wife Vicki are real estate agents in Northeast Florida. They are the founding partners of The Guardian Group. They help people buy, sell, and invest in real estate with offices near Butler and Southside Boulevards. 904-580-7255. That's 904-480-7255. And online at guardiangroupjacks.com. That's guardiangroupjacks.com. The Guardian Group. Happy to bring you SWAT Radio on the truth. The Florida Georgia Truth Network on the air in Fernandina Beach at 91.3. 
and sky, traced out by the city lights. My world from a mile high, best seat in the house tonight. Touchdown in the cold black top, hold on for the sudden stop. Breathing the familiar shock of confusion and chaos. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad and Doug here on this Wednesday afternoon. We'd love to have you join us. 844-777-7928. That's 844-777-SWAT. You can also email us your questions or comments to ask at SWATradio.com. Um, get a little feedback there. Yeah, anyway, yeah. maybe I'll hey, keep my hand off the mic. Hey, I wanted to remind our listeners, too, tomorrow we got Phil Johnson from Grace to You. By the way, did you see that video David sent us about the movie? That I, sent that. I sent oh, that to you. Oh, did you send it? Yeah, I sent I, that I, to I you. I didn't know that. So yes. Phil's going to be our guest tomorrow, so I'm going to ask him. Obviously, it's coming from Grace Church, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I actually heard that this morning, and I thought, Gosh, are you familiar with that? So I sent it to you, wondering called like, the Essential Church, and it's going to apparently be a wide release movie. Yes, at, at theaters about the church in, in like two weeks. I think it comes out. Yeah, so I'm going to ask him about it okay, tomorrow. Good, good. He'll he'll have all the know on that, you know, because he is the executive director of Grace to You. Plus, he's an elder at Grace Church, and uh, in addition to talking about that. We're going to delve into the women pastor elder thing. We're going to delve into the woke ideology. The Are you still, taking three hours tomorrow? Yeah, or what? I know. <laughs> we only got one, but we're going to press through. Uh, and we're going to get Phil to talk about repentance, too, Well, like we're, since we've been talking about it this week. And, you know, Brad, as we've been talking about the kingdom gospel, the whole idea of repentance, we were getting into this, um, I think it was yesterday, um, when we got a call from Kyle about why people in the church today, pastors and leaders, don't preach repentance, why, why they don't talk about it. Well, first of all, we said that repentance deal with sin. It deals with sin, and you got a lot of pastors out there that they won't talk about it. In fact, America's favorite pastor, Joel Osteen, says he doesn't preach about sin he tries to focus on the positive hmm. well <laughs> that's good if you're zig ziglar but if you're a pastor you got to like paul says preach the whole counsel of god the bible has a lot to say about sin mm-hmm. and it has a lot to say about how we are to respond to sin that we are to be repentant and so that's one reason do, do you uh, let me give you the four, and I want to, I want you to share what your experiences have been, maybe mm-hmm. why people don't. The second one is some theological uh, systems relegate repentance to Old Testament Jews, like that Israel needed to repent mm-hmm. before God. It's not for the New Testament church. It was for Israel. Third, people view repentance as kind of an unnecessary burden or an obstacle to people following Jesus. Like, mm-hmm. to put that out there, like people will say, well, do I got to give up, fill in the blank, whatever <laughs> it is. What they're asking is, do I have to have a change in my life? And that's the third reason. The fourth is some people claim that repentance is a work of the flesh. It's a man-made work, and so you're adding works to it. So out of those four which do you think you've most 
uh, witnessed out there in your, you know, walk. What with was the, Lord. the first one you said? The first one was that people uh, preachers don't preach on it because they don't preach on sin. Yeah, they don't talk about it. Yeah, and and that that's where I probably would land. I think that's probably the issue you're dealing with in the church today. And obviously, we're talking we're not talking specific church a specific church, but churches. I love this quote by A.B. Simpson. He says, The chief danger of the church today is that it is trying to get on the same side as the world mm. instead of turning the world upside down. You and I, you, you, you led us through the book of Acts over the last two and a half years, and I can't think, I can't help but think where, you know, the Pharisees were saying, uh, this this man the, these guys are turning the world upside down mm-hmm. you know we're in reality the church is trying to be friends with the world yes and that's what i believe the main issue is at least in the west we mm-hmm. don't want to offend somebody we don't want to come off as judgmental we don't want to come off as legalistic um, we don't want to send a message that people might interpret as a works salvation but scripture is very clear. I mean, you talk about Old Testament. Somebody thinks it's, you know, Old Testament. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't. I see it throughout the New Testament hmm. that repentance is. It, it it it's combined with belief, hmm. believe and repent. Hmm. It you know. Well, you, it, do, it's all do, over the place. Do you know who Leonard Ravenhill is? Yeah. Do you remember that mm-hmm. name? So Leonard Ravenhill said that if Jesus preached the same message that most preachers preach today, he never would have been crucified. You're right. You're right. Because it made no claims on anybody. I mean, it wouldn't um, it, it wasn't what, you know, what scripture tells us. He wouldn't have been a stumbling block. <laughs> yeah. That well, it, you know, Ravenhill was would never one to mince words. Um he said we have too many preacherettes preaching too many sermonettes to too many christians i mean like you know and we've reduced the word of god in a lot of places today to only 10 to 15 minutes yeah they'll they'll spend 45 minutes to an hour on singing songs Mm -hmm. of repetition and it makes me think of what jeremiah said endless repetitions do nothing those words out of your mouth unless it's your heart in fact another quote by ravenhill uh that that i'm sure you'll you'll like this he goes you don't grow in your faith by studying the bible you grow in your faith by living the bible amen amen (laughs) right yeah i mean because you can study it all day long but if you never apply it and you talk about it going through you ravenhill he was great he just had a great word well i mean james says don't deceive yourself you know, mm. I think most of the church is deceived in thinking because they know the Bible that that is the same thing as salvation. You know, or, you know, I've, I've said we're we're theologically obese. Yeah. You know, in a day where I can download the best preachers um, that are the most theologically sound in a thirty-second. You know, I can literally download it in 30 seconds and listen to some of the best teaching. Mm-hmm. The question isn't whether or not that's out there. Thank God it's out there. Mm-hmm. But but at some point, um, what Howard Hendricks used to say, so so what? Yeah. What are you doing with it? 
Uh, Raven Hills, one of his most well well read books is Why Revival Tarries. It's a really mm-hmm. good book, but I'm going to give two more quotes by him because these are really good. One, you're going to know why I gave it. Um, again, we're talking about Leonard Ravenhill. He says, your doctrine can be as straight as a gun barrel and just as empty. <laughs> Isn't that great? Ooh, yeah. And, and, yeah. The, and then the last one is, the sinner's prayer has sent more people to hell than all the bars in America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. What, going back to the whole kingdom gospel, they're getting just a a smidgen of the truth and they get inoculated but they're not really fully vaccinated you know so much of what we whether it's quotes or we're reading from uh you know just theologians i mean raven hill uh spurgeon uh, even bonhoeffer which a lot of what we're reading through this book the discipleship gospel comes from the bonhoeffer project listen to this uh quote by jc ryle true repentance is no light matter Mm. it is a thorough change of heart about sin a change showing Mm. itself in godly sorrow and humiliation Mm -hmm. in heartfelt confession before the throne of grace in a complete breaking off from sinful habits and an abiding hatred of all sin Mm. you know doug he says such repentance is the inseparable companion of saving faith in Christ. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I think <clears throat> you and I, I have definitely been challenged as I just finished the book yesterday, is that it's going, this book is going to reshape how I share the gospel. Absolutely. And that's what we're hoping, right? That's what we're hoping anybody yeah. listening today or on the podcast will really take a look at how they share the good news of mm-hmm. the kingdom of God. Yeah. Well, and you were talking about uh, the America's most popular preacher. I don't even need to bring up his name. <clears throat> but if you don't preach sin, <laughs> then why do you need a Savior? Well, you know. If you don't preach sin, why do you need a Savior? Well, when Jesus was in, in John 16. Jesus said, when the Holy Spirit comes, he will what? He will convict the world of sin and righteousness and judgment. Yeah. And and so the Holy Spirit is what opens the eyes. Hmm. And so for the person who has their eyes open to what their sin is, and they go, do I have to give that sin up? Do I have to give that up to follow Jesus? What are they really asking? <laughs> I don't want to yeah, do that. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Yeah. They're yeah, saying, I, I'm not sure I really want to give that up. Well, that's what I love about J.C. Ryle says, in a complete breaking off from sinful habits and an abiding hatred mm. of all sin. I think back, Doug, of when I came to Christ, when, when God opened my eyes, as you just used the phrase, and you know what it was? It was the reality that while in my my carnal mind, my fleshly view of my own life, I thought I was pretty good. But what I realized in the person who shared the gospel the night I gave my life to Christ was uh, my good works are filthy. Mm-hmm. They, they are disgusting yeah. because those good works as an unfollower, as an unrepentant follower, as an unrepentant person – all those good works were done in sin. Mm-hmm. 
You know, it, people don't like that. It's like uh, Kyle who called in yesterday. You know, people will will say, "Oh, you're too hard on yourself." No, I'm. I'm not. Uh, it, it, the reality is, I am a black-hearted, wretched sinner, and I'm in need of a savior. Well, and like Herman said the day before, godly grief produces repentance that leads to salvation. Right? Yes. It's a godly grief. Yeah. And whereas worldly grief produces death. In other words, if I'm just upset about my consequences, that's not godly Mm. grief. Yeah. 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 So Mm. good challenge there. We're going to take a quick break. Glad you tuned in today. Call us at 844-777-7928. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. SWAT Radio. Lots of people are wondering why so many big corporations are actively promoting ideas and values that their own customers don't support. And honestly, this is another reason MediShare is so attractive to people who don't want to use their own healthcare dollars to pay for things they don't believe in. MediShare is the refreshing alternative. They're a nonprofit ministry. It's a community of like-minded Christians helping each other live healthy lifestyles. There are more than 400,000 members now, and they save a lot, too. Most families save around $500 a month. And member satisfaction surveys consistently show they like it much more than health insurance. So for you, maybe it's time. Find out how you can not only save, but freely choose to be part of something you believe in. Here's the number you can call now, 844-55-BIBLE. That's 844-55-BIBLE. 844-55-BIBLE. No active accidents, but there is a broken down vehicle on I-95 northbound before Park Street. Also, there's some roadway debris on Butler Boulevard eastbound between Kernan Boulevard and Hodges Boulevard. And there's congestion on the East Beltway 295 northbound near St. John's Bluff Road. Mostly cloudy tonight, low 77. Thursday, partly sunny with afternoon storms, high 93. From the Traffic and Weather Center, I'm AJ. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles, if you've been hearing the same old voice of the same old lies, if you're trying to feel the same old holes inside, there's a better life There's a better life If you got pain He's a pain taker If you feel low Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad and Doug here on this Wednesday afternoon. We are glad you've tuned in. Call us this afternoon, 844-777-7928. That's 844-777-SWAT. By the way, if you are, uh, we you know, we're in the we're kind of in our summer. Uh, we're not in a break, uh, although we we've been a little hit and miss over the summer, which is normal. You've taken some time, Doug. I've taken some time, but uh, come September, we will be uh, right back into uh, the Bible. Not that we're not in the Bible today, but yeah. we'll be in a, no, a we'll routine be a, study yeah, yeah, week we, after week. We go back, uh, and you know, I'm I've been. I've been jumping back and forth. I thought on I, what, I thought, on what we're going to get into. I thought I knew where we were going, and then I got hit with something last or yesterday in my prayer time. It was, I thought it was last night. It was yesterday, and I was like, "Okay, Lord, I want I want you to, 
I want you to direct this. Yeah. And because I pray about the things we go through, like I wasn't planning to do acts last year. It just kind of came. Last year? You started I mean, two, well, and a half two and a half years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, I thought I knew where we were going, and then it kind of <sighs> shifted on me at least. And I'm just trying to clarify to make sure. But all that to say, uh, we are starting back. But we August 5th is the summer SWAT training day. If you're a guy um, over 18 or if you're a father and you want to bring your child who's like 12 and up, I highly encourage you to send me an email at Doug, D-O-U-G, at SWATradio.com. We have people come down from Georgia. They come up from Tampa. uh, And people come from all over this area to come to this summer SWAT training day. It is a lot of fun. We start. 7 30 or 7 15 show up to check in first session at eight o'clock second session at nine and then by 10 30 you're out to your event you're either golfing sailing fishing uh skydiving or shooting and the shooting is not just we used to the very first one we skeet shot yeah and i said man okay that's good but i'm not that good at that so we're going to do something (laughs) else so now we do pistols we do ar-15s and um you know, five, five, six rounds. We do it like a three gun shoot and a shotgun. Yeah. So, it, it, hey, also, and and you you brought it up uh, the idea of bringing your son. Um, I was, in fact, I got here to the studio a little early, and uh, ended up talking. I think it's Stu's grandson or Stu's son. I can't remember um, who works here. Anyway, we got to just talking about growing up and just time spent with. For him, it was spending time with his grandpa. For me, it was spending time with my dad. Uh, I think if you ask my sons, they would say spending time with me. Yeah. And and a lot of times it's yeah, boy. I mean, the times we had uh, hunting, fishing, golfing, whatever. But time together with your son uh, in the Word of God mm-hmm. uh, is so valuable. It is. And so not only for the training day, but even for our weekly Bible studies. Well, you know, you know. You know my, my dad didn't take me to um, men's retreats or men's conferences. They they weren't really a thing back then, believe it or yeah, not. Yeah, exactly. But you know where he did take me to revivals. Cool. And, and yeah. he and, cool. and he would make a big deal about the donuts. <laughs> and you know, and I would go, and I love that. You'd get oh, up early yeah. and you'd do the morning ones, you know. And but it, there is something about taking your boys. So if you want to come. Uh, just shoot me an email, Doug at SWATradio.com. I'll send you a invite because you got to go register at Eventbrite for the events, and uh, I'd love for you to to be there on August fifth. And uh, if you SWAT guys are listening, don't wait. Go ahead and sign up. I'm ordering T-shirts in a week. Yeah, what are you waiting for? Yeah, don't wait. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know, Brent, not that I've haven't waited before. I, I certainly. Well, you have. are signed hey, up because I saw well, your name. And, and, <laughs> This is so typical. Why do we wait? Okay. The only reason we wait is because we think a better opportunity is going to come around. Mm -hmm. There is no better opportunity. There is no better thing you could be doing on a Saturday Mm. uh, in August, may I remind you, because you won't be out mowing the grass. You're probably not out playing golf because it's going to be hot. Mm -hmm. So come hang out with us. We'll probably have some donuts early, you know, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. It'll be fun. It's a good time. Well, hey, I want to go back to this verse, Brad, in 2 Corinthians, where Paul teaches that repentance 
leads to salvation. Now, notice what he says in the text. In 2 Corinthians 7, I have to guess. Yeah, 2 Corinthians 7. It says, godly grief produces a repentance that leads to salvation. Mm -hmm. Now, before repentance, before the the Holy Spirit comes into you and regenerates you, right? Um, I, I want to talk about this word salvation for a second. Mm-hmm. When you, you, most people hear that, they immediately think of heaven, right? They think of, of that. Yeah. But what fair. did he, what did it say he came to save us from? Sin. From our sins, mm-hmm. right? Plural. And so, before we are converted, we do whatever Satan wants us to do. He, he, we're kind of allies in his kingdom. We're mm-hmm. more led by yeah. our own selfish desires. <clears throat> Would you agree with that? Oh, right? my goodness. We yes. march to his yes. orders, to his values. Because uh, we're, because we don't have a new heart. Yeah. Our heart is still depraved and yeah. unregenerate. Yeah. And Paul says that. He he says the spirit that is at now working the sons of disobedience over in Ephesians two that by the prince of the power of air he's the one who is leading us and Paul makes it clear that that was our past right hmm. and I, I think of the verse in First Corinthians six nine where he says such were some of you so there's a stark contrast between the life after regeneration and the life you know, before regeneration amen amen and so that the 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 one of the things that's in that gap is repentance correct and if there's no repentance being preached <clears throat> how are people going to know that the life that they're living they can't keep on living that mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. so people say well you're just adding a work you're just trying to make it a work <clears throat> no the spirit says these are not the values of the kingdom of God. We don't want to keep going this way. The spirit that comes that Jesus spoke about in John 16 says, hey, I convict you of sin. Yeah. I convict you of judgment. And so you go, wow, I don't want to be like that anymore. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean you don't make mistakes. Right. It just means that you know that's not the direction your life wants to go. Yeah. And yeah. I, that has to be preached. And, and a lot of people just aren't giving that message well i think that just the 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 importance as you said of you know when the holy spirit comes it opens our eyes Mm -hmm. it opens our ears it softens the heart like we were talking about yesterday off the air you can talk about free will (laughs) you're you did not free will choose god in your free will God freed your will. Yeah. He freed your will. And as a result, the Spirit ignites you. The Spirit regenerates the heart. The Spirit convicts you, as you read earlier, of Mm. sin. Yeah. And that sin, when you become aware of it, it leads to repentance. Well, the Bible is very clear that a person cannot be saved without repentance. It, it's it's just a part of the process, but the spirit is what brings repentance. That's right, right. And and so, but when you make the gospel propositional, when you make the gospel a formula, 
then you put the power in the hands of the people to do that instead of God who's in heaven who says, I chose Brad before the foundation of the world, and he's mine, and I'm regenerating to give him (laughs) eyes to see, to repent, and walk in my ways. Yeah, the gospel is not a pragmatic program. No. (laughs) The gospel is a biblical, this is God's plan to redeem you. Yeah. You lost sinners. Yeah. I know. I, I wait, think we got Herman on no, the line. and I'm excited. He called Amen. before the break. I was going to say we got. We, well, other than we are going to take a break in about a minute and a half, but maybe Herman can hang on with us. Hey, Herman, you there, brother? Yeah. All right. Sounds like you're in your car, brother. Hey, hey, Herman. Yeah, Herman, listen. You called yeah. in before the end of the program, but you you caught us about. 30 seconds out from the break. We got about a minute. So we're going to ask you to hold on through the break. But I just want to tell you that after you called the other day, Brad and I talked about you for a good five minutes after you called because we were so encouraged by the work you're doing up in Virginia, brother. Listen, hey, we got to go to break, uh, Herman. So hang on. We're going to have you back right after the break. And uh, keep, keep your hands on the wheel, bro. Yeah, keep your hands on the wheel. <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll be right back. Glad you tuned in. 844-777-SWAT. If you want to call and join us on the, uh, on the live chat line, you can do that. You can also email us your comments or questions.com. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomnehl.com. Joshua 1.9 states, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Highway to Eternity Ministries is dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope. The ministry seeks to serve those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ's church. They use published works to teach God's word and share the encouraging testimonies of lives that have been transformed through God's power and grace. Highway to Eternity Ministries serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175 
or visit www.highwaytoeternity.com. Highway to Eternity Ministries is a proud sponsor of SWAT Radio. The Florida Georgia Truth Network. Listen in Orange Park at 91.7. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad and Doug here this afternoon. Brother, let me be your shelter. How good is that? Need to breathe? Uh, interesting. Uh, those guys, that is actually, uh, would, I would consider a secular band, but uh, both those guys, those guys are followers of Christ. And uh, anyway, hey, by the way, we've got Herman on the line, but I was going to say, Doug, how about this one from John MacArthur? Repentance needs to be as loud as as the sin was well you know where he 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 kind (laughs) of copped that from spurgeon because spurgeon was asked one time if a pastor uh, commits a a sin and is asked to step down can he ever step back in and spurgeon said well when the his um the what what is it the the notoriety or whatever the um the knowledge of his humility hmm. um, out is out, you know, outdoes his screams louder does, than, than the sin. sin. Yeah. 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 Good you know, point. You know, uh, because a lot of times people can't wait to get back in the pulpit, but I want to get our brother Herman back on because he called in early today, Herman. So tell us what's going on up in Virginia in your ministry, brother. My brother, I am between my ministry and cb radio ministry man i'm thrilled to tell you guys that your hard work caused me to be great as you guys stand in the gap and defend god's truth it it spills over into my spirit to do what i can do to continue to defend it and 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 your your platform is an awesome platform to get truth out uh i'm not surprised more people don't call in but you guys are getting the truth out and i like just being a part I just like being on the same airwaves as you guys are sometimes because, like I said, I feel like we're brothers. But I have experienced, and within my soul, when I have experienced the biggest thing that holds people out is that they think they're okay because they're not in prison, because they're not in jail, because they have degrees, because they have families, and they have children that are doing well. And I go to Isaiah 59 because I, I, I build them up and say, that's great, man, that is awesome. But here's the problem. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, neither his ear heavy that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we have a, a bunch of people that, that are that are that are that are spawned with their success. They think they're okay because, you know, they have families, they have nice house, they have cars. But they don't realize that the wrath of God is is headed towards them because of their sin that Jesus died for. Yeah. And so I, I urge them, it's almost symbolic, to be traveling one way with an 18-wheeler coming, and you don't see it coming. Mm-hmm. The 18-wheeler is the wrath of God. 
Amen. Hey, listen, Herman, I wanted to tell you, I wanted to throw an invitation out. I don't know what you're doing August 4th. That's a Friday. But if you drive down here and you come to the men's retreat August 5th, or the, I don't call it a retreat. I call it the SWAT training day. That's a Saturday. It's an all-day event. You could drive back Sunday. I'll cover the cost of you coming. Uh, I'll cover I'll cover you to be here. You, it'll be on me, brother. Deal. That's a deal. So, I don't want to see you guys anyway. Now, hey, listen. S- send me an email to Doug at SWATradio.com. I'm going to send you a link and a code, and you can register, and it's on me. We got another call, but I love you. I'd love to see you August 5th, okay? Love you, brother. All right, brother. Yes, see you. Austin, you on the line, brother? Austin, you on the line? Austin, you still there, brother? Yeah, I'm still here, man. Sorry. Hey, no, man. Thank you for hanging on, man. What's on your mind? No problem, man. Hey, uh, I just want to... Actually, I'll bear with me. I am, I'm up on a roof right now, so I hope y'all can hear me. Don't well. don't fall <laughs> off, please. The, don't fall off. The, no, no. no. <laughs> um, but talking about repentance, and man, this is so cool because you know our um, our church is going through um, the Book of James right now, and talking about being not only hearers of the word but doers. Yeah. And um, and uh, you know when I think of repentance, of course it's turning away from sin and turning towards God, and. Um, Man, it, it, it stirs in my heart uh, some, some tough things that it is hard from turning away from sin on, in some points, man. But God is so good and so gracious to um, give us the opportunity to come and turn back to him. Um, you know, Paul, Paul says, you know, uh, uh, about how it's, uh, you know, how he can't, he, he has trouble doing, you know, doing the things that he wants to do, that he can't do the things that he wants to do, and the things that he wants to do, he can't, you know, do those, and things he doesn't want to do, he does those. Um, man, so it, 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 with that being said, I, I thought this would be a perfect time to um, just to ask you, you, my brothers, to pray for me. Um, I, I am experiencing, um, and, and I feel like I'm in sin um, with vaping. Uh, mm. I, I, there have been times in, at, at work um where I have the choice to choose life or death. And in those instances, it may not be the act of vaping being a sin, but turning away um, from, from the call of my heart that says to, to not do this um, is it, a, a very hard choice. And, uh, uh, you know, it, it sounds like it's an easy thing, but it, it really has been rough these last couple months. And um, I just feel, um, feel conviction from the Spirit, but also condemnation from, from the devil saying, like, who are you to, to turn back to God? You keep doing this. You keep messing up, you know. Um, so I just want, you know, with, with everything being said, you guys asking to call, I wanted to call and also encourage those that maybe um, are, are dealing with the same struggles to, to keep pressing into the Lord. Well, well, Austin, <clears throat> thank you for calling. We will pray for you. And uh, I, I do want to correct one thing you say. And, and and it happens a lot that and it's the 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 repentance is literally a change of mind uh, about the sin. In other words, you agree with God that sin is sin. You agree with God that it's bad and and it's and that it's no longer desirable or fun um, uh, because it brings condemnation and that true belief in that agreement with God, that change of mind about it is what leads you to turning from sin. Yeah. Does that make sense? By his power, you, you're enabled to it. Yeah. But the repentance itself is saying, I, I, I have a different view 
of this particular thing, whatever it is, and it's that that view and this power of the spirit that actually leads you to the change in behavior. Yes, yeah. And and Austin, thanks for calling. Uh, I know I'm in the study with James with you. Uh, I'm enjoying that immensely. Uh, I want to encourage you. Uh, if you're not in the discipline of memorizing scripture, go go memorize Colossians three, just the chapter. I'm doing that right now, and it'll encourage you greatly. Uh, you know, we we tend to put levels of sin. If God has put it on your yeah. heart that that's sin, it's sin, yeah. and it needs to be yeah. dealt with. And 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 we are Amen. to. Uh, we're to bear those burdens together, but I want to encourage you to hide God's word in your heart. Mm-hmm. Psalm 119, 11, that you may not sin against him. Mm-hmm. So go check out Colossians 3. Great chapter, and uh, good to have you call in. Mm-hmm. All right, well, it's good to talk with you guys. I can't wait for the uh, the SWAT training day, man. i got to sign up. I'm one of those guys that's waiting. Come on, You brother. better sign up <laughs> today, on. all right, and we'll pray for you. Know, all right. know, Thank you, Austin. Uh, hey, Tim, are you still right, on thanks. the line, brother? Yeah, I'm still on the line. Hey, thanks hey, for. I was just gonna say, go ahead. No, thanks for hanging in there. Uh, no problem. I was just gonna say, you know, sometimes we like to know what repentance looks like, and I think of uh, the story of Zacchaeus in the Bible. Right, yes. a man that was a cheater. He stole. You know, he lived lavishly, right? Like we do. Sounds like a lot of people in the world today, right? Doesn't it? But when he met Jesus, when we when he met Jesus, actually the whole Bible, when everybody met Jesus, they were changed. Mm-hmm. He was changed. I mean, he he was a cheat and became a philanthropist, right? He he made restitution, <laughs> and he he there was a difference in his life immediately. Right? Yeah. And I think that is, you know, obviously there's as you guys have been talking about and and teaching about repentance, but there is a a beautiful picture of repentance right there in that story. I couldn't agree with you more. I I think of the fact that Zacchaeus' repentance wasn't just the act of his lips. It was the act of his life. There was a change in his life. You know, another good example to me that pops into my head is Thomas. I'm not going to believe until this. Mm. And and then Jesus is there. And the moment he yes he does touch him but he still says my lord and my god <laughs> you know he knows now right he went from a guy who's saying i'm not going to believe to now he does believe and and god said you believe because you see and touch blessed are those who don't see and and you know the the thing about repentance is um when people speak about repentance tim uh, a lot of times they talk about it as a turning from sin, but it's really, it's the result of our mind being changed, what we really believe That's right. and the spirit empowering us to then hmm. turn our actions. Like Paul said, such were some of you. They're not homosexuals anymore. They're, <laughs> they're not murderers anymore. Right. Yeah. And so, Hey Tim, right. thanks for closing us out. You're, you, you know, I uh, always appreciate the calls. Uh, continue to uh, spread the word about SWAT radio and hope you'll email me Doug at SWATradio.com come to the training day August 5th alright I will it's sitting in your inbox awesome right, good <laughs> thanks Tim God bless you brother hey All thank right. you for joining us at SWAT radio today Doug will be back with uh, Phil Johnson from Grace to You don't miss it that's going to be a great broadcast I'll be tuned in if not in studio by the way 
And uh, join me on Friday as David Gray and I dig back into this uh, topic of repentance. SWATradio.com. Go check it out, and I'll see you tomorrow.